radio for the Agile community. www.agile.fm Welcome to the Agile FM podcast. Today I have Kevin O'Brien, who's out of the Philadelphia area. He's a scrum master, chemical engineer, and he's now in the consulting space after he had worked uh, for a company, uh, WL Gore, better known for their products, Gore-Tex. Kevin, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you. Well, um, you work for a company... Uh, until like recently, 12 months ago, uh, 2000, end of 2013 or so, for a company who produces uh, the Gore-Tex products, I think everyone is familiar with the innovation associated with it. And uh, you wrote a, an article for the Huffington Post just uh, end of December 2014 released. Um, and the title for that is Opening the Space for Innovation. And you're really... Um, uh, providing some context on how you apply it. Open space, something you're very passionate about and how you marry that with your agile experience. So uh, let's get into this article. Why did you write this article and uh, what were your experiences with open space for WL Gore? Sure. Um, so I, I uh, as you said, I'm a chemical engineer. I worked for a number of years in the engineering uh, profession, uh, various roles, and I, I was working at Gore. Gore is well known for Gore-Tex. They're making all kinds of materials-based products in various industries, um, but they're also less well known, although somewhat well known for their organizational culture. Gore is a very open or bossless company. They use a structure that's called a lattice as opposed to a hierarchy, and I found myself fascinated by the organization at Gore more so than I did with the products. Even though I was an engineer, I worked with products uh, um, in the defense industry, the semiconductor industry, I was more fascinated with the, the culture of Gore. And I left about, about two years ago now, uh, kind of going a little bit on a journey, wondering, okay, what do I do with this? I think culture is something really important. I would like to see this in more places. And I came across around uh, January of last year, uh, this uh, process called open space technology and I, I went to a meeting that was in uh, Martin Luther King weekend in New York City open space technology training with Harrison Owen who's the creator and I found immediate resonance with uh, open space and the culture that I had experienced at Gore so I just wrote the article that came out on the Huffington Post because I think that Gore uses a lot of the same principles that are found in open space to be an innovative organization. So the title is Opening the Space for Innovation. And I was trying to share a little bit about how Gore works and how they open the space. Mm -hmm. in, in this article, you're using a phrase which you call collective intelligence. Yes. What? What do what does anybody need to picture here in at Gore? Um, what does that mean uh, in terms of process work and how product new products are being developed? I, I'm pretty sure there's lots of products not, uh, at Gore. Not you know not everybody is familiar with like those 
um, textiles. I think lots of us are wearing, right? But sure. um, so it's a lot of innovation, and uh, the process of how these products are being innovated seems to be very unique. Yeah. So uh, I would say in a traditional organization, you generally rely on the intelligence of of one person or or a few people, and for making decisions on what projects get executed, what uh, products get developed. But in Gore, because there are no bosses, the organization is asking individuals to champion new projects and new products. And individuals in the organization are free and willing to commit. If they find the project interesting to them, they're willing to spend their time on it as long as the project seems to have real business value. And what collective intelligence is about is about everybody, be, it's, there's a phrase uh, that nobody is smarter than everybody. So the organization aggregates the collective intelligence by allowing individuals to commit to the projects that they see as being valuable to the business that they also see they can make a contribution to. And if you are a product manager and you, you're championing a new project for a, a product that no one really supports, because you're a product manager and you have some business responsibility, people in Gore aren't just going to automatically support you. Mm. Gore would say that that's a benefit to the organization because the collective intelligence, the collective organization is smart and says this doesn't make sense. So even though you might have some some responsibilities, some seniority, you still don't get to decide what is important. The organization ultimately decides. Mm-hmm. So if I, if I had to picture this, it's almost like uh, uh, if I had an idea within Gore or within an organization structure like that, uh, and I would need to make a case for that internally. It's almost like going public and trying to find an investor, whereas the investment is time from other people. Correct. Yeah, you, you need to make a case... Um, for why others might want to work on your project. And what's easy is that it's not like going to an investor and having to create a a very formal presentation. Mm -hmm. You're really asking for time. And individuals are free to commit their time where they see fit. So if you have an idea, if you talk about it with other people and it seems to gain traction, it's pretty easy to go and, and get some support to start your project. If something becomes uh, more bigger and requires a lot more resources, maybe a few million dollars of investment, you're probably going to want to go check with more people to make sure that that investment is really a good one. But it's it's not going to be one person that's going to say, nope, we're not doing this. It's going to be a collective decision. So whether or not the idea gains traction won't be won't be one guy holding you up or one girl holding you up. It'll be a collective uh, collective decision, which Generally, generally is the right decision. At least Gore has found that mm-hmm. decisions are made better collectively. Right. But there are some leaders within an organization like that, and uh, they also need to be one for a proposal or for an idea. Is that, is that the area where you introduce open space to um, expedite the decision-making or the, the support process for some of the ideas? So the ideas that... Uh, when when you're bringing an idea to a leader, it's a little bit um, it's a little bit like bringing the idea to a person who is is really well respected, that really smart individual that you look up to, that you 
really would love to have support your idea. It's not like bringing it to someone who you're going to have to convince and, yeah. and if they don't like you, then they're going to say no. It's The leaders in Gore are the people that others want to follow. So the open space principles are kind of about the leaders, just like the associates, are able to choose which ideas they support. And generally, the leaders are there because they have a lot of credibility. They're um, pretty wise. So if a leader is not wanting to support your project, it usually it's coming from a place of wisdom and it's a it's a point of caution. Uh, you can go out and continue to try to get support, but it's something that would be good to take into account in deciding how you move forward. That's a, it's a wonderful thing, and you got really um, um, excited about this so that you became independent as a consultant, and you even created a website called createworkcultures.org. <laughs> Yes, I'm actually. Um, well, I didn't. I didn't create it myself. It's, <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> the the um, the ideas behind it. Yeah. So I'm a I'm an independent consultant, but I'm also a part of a a team called Great Work Cultures, and the website is greatworkcultures.org. It's all one word, mm -hmm. and it's a community that has been developing uh, somewhat o over the past year. And the intent is to support organizations that are that are leading the way in terms of uh, being a great place to work, a great organizational culture that doesn't just mean it's great for the individuals, but it's also good for the business. Um, and and anyone who's interested in this area, the uh, the group is actually about to release uh, coming out this winter, 2015, a manifesto for what we believe great work cultures are all about. And um, I think it'll be interesting to see what others have to say about that. Right, so just to uh, stay a little bit on that topic here on the on the manifesto, I know it's being, you know, it's, it's pre-announced, it's not available on this site yet. Uh, your background uh, also includes uh, a Scrum Master um, uh, certification. Uh, so you, it's quite diverse, your background, chemical engineer, scrum master, open space facilitator, uh, work cultures, um, and so on. Manifesto, did you guys borrow that from the Agile Manifesto? Yes, I, I, uh, I was not aware of the Agile Manifesto uh, in, uh, until uh, the past year, and I immediately saw what, what I think is a very... Um, simpatico uh, type of manifesto for the type of work that I, uh, the type of workplaces and the type of work culture that, that I believe in. And I came across Scrum through uh, some friends in the open space community and I went to a Scrum master training on someone's recommendation, a good friend of mine, and it was an amazing experience because I, I immediately saw what some of the individuals in organizations today are are being asked to do in terms of working on Scrum projects and some of the challenges that they, they have in terms of their organizational culture and how well uh, Scrum is adopted or, or they use uh, what I came to know as Scrum but. So mm -hmm. they'll, they'll do Scrum but, but not here. And so it's it was really uh, a great training for me to go through to see how advanced people are in the software world with using uh, open participatory management practices. Well, you, um, 
there's there's a lot of ways for you to uh, or a lot of ways for other people to get in uh, connected with you through their websites uh, greatworkcultures.org there's also uh, your website ktobrian.com that's your uh, consulting side but what are you up to as a management consultant these days uh, what do you focus on when you uh, since since you um, been independent so my focus has been on uh, company, it, it's my background is engineering. So my my, I would say my home is in the manufacturing sector. I've done most of my life has been in, uh, in various industries in the manufacturing sector. But my I'd say my home is is manufacturing companies, and I am most passionate about helping organizations get real with the issues that they have. And I, I think open space and agile practices are an amazing way for organizations to uh, bring collective intelligence into, into the room on the issues that are important to the business and use tools that are proven on uh, executing on whatever it is that the business is looking to accomplish. So that's that's where my focus is uh, with my consulting practice, and it's been a, it's been a, a somewhat of a, a interesting and exciting ride. And I'm uh, I'm excited that there's continued support for this uh, this field, and I sense a lot of um, sense of growing movement. So it's it's a fun time. What a what a great closing to this uh, podcast here, Kevin. Because there's so many people in the agile community who navigate towards uh, open space as a tool, as a technique, and uh, you seem to have a different approach to this because you came out of the engineering world, open space innovation, and have then found the agile world. So uh, these two worlds seem to meet somewhere. And uh, I'm so excited uh, to see what that manifesto will look like uh, by the end of this year. Um, and, um, you know, what um, Great World Cultures uh, will do for the organizations out there who are not organized like WL Gore these days. Yeah, me too. I think, uh, I think open space and, and agile are a wonderful marriage. And I'm happy to be, <laughs> be a, a sibling or, or, or descendant of it. So I think I'm excited to be to be involved. Thank you so much for taking your time and sharing your experiences with everybody out there on Agile FM. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Agile FM, the radio for the Agile community. I'm your host, Joe Krebs. If you're interested in more programming and additional podcasts, please go to www.agile.fm. Talk to you soon.